I'm Thomas Shabbat, and you're listening to the Sense Call-Ups. From Lockdown Studios in Stittsville, South Canada, and downtown Ottawa. Welcome to Season 9, Episode 3 of the Sense Call-Ups for Friday, January 29th, 2021. I'm Cardinal, Pan and Canuck are here as well, and we're back to talk about a couple of series that, to be generous, haven't gone the Sense way. This is a rebuild... We can't expect perfection, but questions about decisions being made on who plays and with whom are really starting to heat up around here. Boys, the world's largest skating rink is open. Is it cold enough for you? Oh, is it? That's right. Burn it down! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, and apparently it is cold. It's like, that's what the internet told me. (laughs) It's not like you've been outside. (laughs) No. Fair enough. Oh, it's a balmy minus, what, 15, minus 16 right now? Wow. With the wind? No, no, that's without the wind. Okay. With the wind, it's minus <laughs> my minus um, lower than that. Let's just go for our American listeners. That's as cold as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's around zero Fahrenheit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cold. I mean, it's not bitterly cold, but it's cold enough. Good, good. It's good weather for ice. So the canal, um, there's two and a half kilometers of it open, and more will be opening this weekend. So. You can That's go good. and skate in a straight line and be distanced from people. So all is all if is you up. live in walking distance. <laughs> if you live right. in walking distance, but you yeah, can, yeah, well, I can't go there. You'll still go. Oh, whatever. No, it's, I, I'm totally fine with the canal being open versus Rank of Dreams. Exactly. At least you can be distant from people on the canal. Exactly. Well, I was yeah, and I because did, you're like it, it's it's way wider, and you're going one direction in a, in a straight line. Exactly. You can That's skate right. for seven kilometers. Yeah. All good. Um, we have quite a lot to talk about, so we'll get to that do in we? just a sec. We do. I didn't say all of it was good. I just said we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> Some of it is good. <laughs> Some of it is good. Sure. Game one. Um, yeah. <laughs> before we start, a couple of quick housekeeping notes, um, which I forgot at the beginning of the last episode. Um, the email address is podcast at sendscallups.com. We have an email uh, for later on. The forums at sendscallups.com are uh, still there. The game threads thread for every single game. Thank you, Homer, for starting them all. And uh, we also have Sends Bingo. Thank you, Homer, for that as well. So if a game is going badly, which they have been of late, it at least keeps things at le- a little bit more entertaining, trying to debate whether that was a uh, Hands of Condra moment or was that Chucky doing something or whatever. Lots of good squares for that. Um, we also have the Hockey Pool. Thank you to CB Inc. Um, that's for you know game scores, the game-winning goal, and uh, prop bets at times too. Uh, we're keeping score. Uh, I'm doing badly, but that's okay because I always say the Sens are going to win. I'm not going to bet against my team. Three one stone. Uh, <laughs> n- no, I, actually, I, you're right. I haven't put in a sort of a standing score for the year. I'll have to do that because then I won't have to put one in for every game. 
But the uh, bingo cards can be quite entertaining at times. Um, and the waiver wire sponsored by our friends at Versature is one 844 728 or 1-844-SCU-SENS. We have a voicemail for later on as well. And uh, before we start, we have two thank yous to uh, put out. We have uh, a thank you to Patrick uh, for a donation of the show and a thank you to CB Inc. for a donation of the show. That means we will be around for a while longer because we can keep paying for our hosting and um, Pan can, well, he doesn't go out, so he can't go and get beer for the fridge, but maybe if we deliver some to him, he yeah. can have some for the fridge because we're not there. So you, he, he gets it all, at least for now. That's all right. Corona for March. Hopefully it's still good. Okay. You still have that vanilla porter that's been there for a few years? <laughs> no, that, that one I think we finally dumped. I think we got rid of that. <laughs> I'd still I'll drink a lot, have that over one. the pineapple one. Oh, yeah, oh, that was gosh. the worst ever. Oh. That was the worst pint I have ever. And I thought you guys were exaggerating until I tried one. Nope, they're not exaggerating. It really is that bad. This just in, pineapple beer sucks. <laughs> <laughs> At least all the ones we tried so far. All right, we have a lot of games to talk about and lots of things to say about them. Pan over to you. Game I actually got to see that live this time. Yeah. I leaned back from my microphone, but I forgot to take my headphones off. I wasn't very bright <laughs> on that. <laughs> that that's Anywho. what I'm here for. All right. So, I guess game number three of the season, because we covered the two Toronto ones. Um, all, all of this will kind of blend into one, because I think I missed some of them that were late. But... Uh, it, game Game three is a big one. So... Winnipeg four, Ottawa three, overtime. Uh, I don't remember exactly who this was is the game we should have won. This is a game we should have won late in the third, uh, leading three to two. Winnipeg pulls their goalie, and then for some reason, the five plus one box is all tight and in. Um. So it's just like, this doesn't look good. They're just going to crowd in front of the net. Of course, Winnipeg ties it in front of the net through the crowd. Um, and then we lost in overtime. Uh, yeah, this, this, I, I was I was really upset about this. So Josh Norris scored his first his first goal ever in the NHL from Dadnov and Matherson. Chris Tierney from Brown and Zaitsev with his fourth assist. Um, Galchenyuk, Galchenyuk's power play goal was real nice too from Riley and Stepan. Um, so th those are the, the Sens goals in that game. And no Stutzla in this game. No. <laughs> you just wanted to hit the button. So over, overall, I think this game was well played, but yeah, horribly coached. Disappointing end. Um, they, it seemed like they took their foot off the gas a little bit in the end. And yeah. then some questions on who they put out at, during the last little bit. He went with the vets. And even in the yeah. three-on-three, it's like, why do you have those people out? But anyway. It yeah, like happen. step in and then you see them off and they're just stiff. Yeah. Um, 
And that was probably the last good feeling for the week. Yeah, and like the the and even at that, shots were forty one to twenty for Ottawa. So that that's a recurring theme also. Um, after the game too, because again, Norris scored. That Chuck Norris Batherson line is amazing. We're a one line team right now. Um, so. Like, I don't know. And, and then after the coach says that, like, the, the young players cost us a game, it's like, no. And that's a problematic thing to say because I think that he kind of lost them after that because they were in he, it He because, blamed the young guys, right? Yeah. He's like, you got to put the vets in to contain the game. I'm like, well, they didn't. And that, as we see in the game, summary, the game summaries that are coming, that's becoming a reoccurring theme. Yeah. Yeah. So next game, 4-1 loss is still against Winnipeg. Don't forget, like Winnipeg and Vancouver are not expected to be good teams in this division. Like, yes, they were playoff teams last year, and it's a more difficult uh, division in that way, but I don't know. Um Soul sends goal. Chris Tierney from Zaitsev with his fifth assist. One of the Browns. I don't know which one. I think Connor. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that game, again, fairly disappointing. I think it was boring. They were just demolished. But then when you look at the shots, when you look at the shots, and I'm trying to bring this up here, and my computer's really acting up. What is happening? There we go. Okay, yeah. So shots are even at 29-29 in this one. Do you know what would do the Sens well, though, after a couple back-to-back losses like that? Is maybe a good road trip. Yeah. You know, get them all on the same page. Yeah, exactly. So next game. Against Winnipeg in Winnipeg. 6-3 loss. So, like, these are pretty, these are a lot of bad goals against, too. I think Hogberg yep. was on, on this one. Um, so is it Matt Murray? Is it Nothing's Hogberg? Nothing's looking right right no, now. No, no. So goals dad and all finally got his from Paul and Gabranson. Nick Paul keeps talking. Brady got his second. Now Brady's got, f- I think, 45 or 46 NHL goals. I think I remember him scoring one outside of the blue paint. Well, that's oh, where he gets a lot of them is from in there. Yeah. Yep. Nick Paul gets a second from Nismov and Riley. Um, so it's 3-2 after two for Ottawa. No, no. I'm just saying who scored for Ottawa. Mm-hmm, but that means. Oh, was it 3-2? Oh, yeah. Yep. And then they just got schooled, right? Foot off the gas again. Yeah. So. Nothing like staying up late to watch your team take their foot off the exactly. gas. Exactly. Yeah, shots in the in the third period, four for Ottawa, twenty for Winnipeg. So what? So we got one. They got one goal against versus every shot that we had. Pretty much, not yeah. not not good. It's really not not good. flattering. Yeah. So Winnipeg gets the sweep. Yep. So off to Vancouver. Things should be better. Well, it's certainly the opportunity for them to be yeah. better. Yes. And like I don't know. Like Colin White's only played what four games this year. Out of seven? Uh, something like that, yeah. It's like you, you don't practice and you, you keep... 
And you keep benching him. It's like, how's he going to show you that he's going to try more and be better? Anyways. So here's a 7-1 loss. And this is where I think people really lost it. Only goal by Austin Watson from Shabbat and, and Riley. Shabbat has not been good. And we'll get to that, I'm sure. Um, but Ottawa outshot Vancouver that game. Yeah, thir- like we're getting a lot of shots. I don't think we're getting a lot of scoring chances. 36-35 are the shots in this one. Mm-hmm. And then, thank God we're not doing the game summaries anymore. <laughs> you kind of are. Well, it's ish. This ish. is like not like before. Just rip the bandaid we're, off, we're, man. We're no Russell, exactly. And then after that, we had a 5-1 loss. Josh Norris gets his second. That I was think the, this was a strong power play one. This power play. It was a yeah. power play goal, yeah. And that was the so that was a, like five shots on the power play. Well, they outshot Vancouver twenty-three to seven in the first period. And, yep. never, yeah. and that was a great first period. I mean, there was a, some really there were some quality uh, scoring chances in it, and Demko kept Vancouver in it because yep. there were some really good scoring chances on those twenty-three shots, and everyone, especially in the forums and on Twitter, were like, "Okay, this is this is more like." what we want to see exactly not necessarily expect but this is what we want to see effort maybe not finish but effort trying 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 and for this this lineup too was like if you're 22 and under you're you're playing and then the second period happened yeah (laughs) which was 20 to 7 for vancouver yeah and then 13 to 8 so we still somehow outshot them 43 to 35 and Well, like again, like what you said, goaltending was bad. I think Vancouver scored on their first shot on it on, in this game. Terrible rebound control. Um, there's terrible rebound control, but there's also been other problems. Like there's no support on that rebound control. Because yeah. there was nobody there to try and clear that rebound away or at least pick up the guy who was going in after it. Exactly. And if, if both of these things are happening, it's just trouble, which is mm-hmm. exactly what's been happening here. Yep. Big style. And then last game, or last game last night, it was probably over before it started. Uh, 5-1 loss. 4-1 loss, sorry. It's very easy to lose track. Thomas Shabbat's goal was real nice. So Shabbat struggled for the, the whole start of the season. After watching this goal, it was like, okay, it looks like he, he, might, he might be turning around now. So, he's playing a lot and he's making some mistakes that and that have shown and of course that goal was great. I, I don't get upset so much when I see the younger Sens players making mistakes per se. It, it's lack of effort and crap like that which get annoying. Yeah, they're making mistakes because they're putting an effort in. That's where that's where they get uh, some leeway from me at least because they're trying. They're trying and they screw up. Okay. And as long as the coach doesn't start saying, oh, well, you know, I'm going to bench these guys because they're making mistakes and we're behind in the game and I got to go with my vets. Oh, wait, that's what's been happening. And you realize that two weeks ago today was opening night and we were in a really good mood and things were surprisingly positive after that first game. That was two weeks ago. Yeah. It feels like much, much longer than that. And my biggest my biggest beef with the past two weeks 
is I'm not entertained. No, it is very discouraging to watch. Last year, I, they were playing, <laughs> they were struggling, but they, there was at least entertainment. And I, I, I said that last year. I was like, I'm entertained. They're not winning, but I'm entertained. I am not entertained this year. That's yeah, because the they, they're supposed to be hard to play against, and uh, and they were a little bit and last supposed year, to right? Be young and exciting. And, and you watch this, and it's like this is boys against men. Like they, we're mm-hmm. easy to play against. I wouldn't even say it's boys against men. It's it's ECHL versus <laughs> it's it's self inflicted struggle because I don't want to say lack of talent. I want to say the people who are being put out there a lot are people that. Are, are there there are quite a number of them that are older and just don't seem to have it. So this is another because obviously Step and Col- Colbert and Pocket have all have all struggled this season. Knowing that there's going to be a quarantine, was it really wise to trade for them when camp was already open? So that they didn't like, get a chance to be in camp, you mean? Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, like you could you couldn't have made these deals a month earlier. And especially with like Podcat and Coleman are, are they're they're just bad. They're bad. So you already you already won the trade because you got a second round pick for LTIR. You don't have to play them. Well, if they don't play them, then you're looking at well, at least now that Wallanen is injured, if you're not going to be playing uh, Coburn, you're looking at who? You're looking at Artem Zub, yep. who hasn't played a game yet. Yep. In North America, I believe, he hasn't played a game yet. Or the other defenseman is the, the guy who I mentioned on our last oh, episode. Jonathan Aspero. Yeah. Well, I have no idea who he is. Yep. So I'd rather watch the AHL futures, like yeah, who aren't playing, who aren't right. Playing. So, so here's the other thing too. It's like, well, if they're this bad and Branstrom's just skating for half hour every day at and at the Brook Street, I, like, at, at, at what point would you bring him up? <laughs> well, like I, I always wanted to wait, like wait a couple weeks until t- until you see him play. A few games, but this is counterproductive for everyone. Well, I mean, the players that are playing are struggling, and the players that might replace them aren't playing at all. They're not doing anything. Yeah. So if they had been on the taxi squad, at least they could be practicing with the team. They could be involved with it, even if they're not actually in games. And I'm, I, I'll be honest, I'm not sure. I mean, Braden Colburn, yeah. Not happy. Mike Riley, not happy either. No, he's not good. Not happy. And like, and when you're telling me that he's like you healthy scratch Will Landon and you got Mike Riley going out on the three on three, like, well, come on, or, or quarterbacking the power play. <sighs> yeah, missed. Yeah, if it's a three I'd on- rather see Brans, uh, Bransom, uh, Bransom mess up and go yep. out there and just wheel. Well, there is some good news in all of this. As you can say to <laughs> everyone listening, <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. It can't get any worse than this, can it? I mean, seven losses no, one, in a row. Yeah. Like is this, it one, this one is seven it. and one? One seven and one. So this is it. You, you, we've just experienced probably the worst of it, right? Statistically speaking, we're due. 
Yeah, I'm not interested in well, talking statistics. Like, just yes. No. <laughs> it's like we we got to play McDavid and Dreisaitl for a couple games here, and Montreal's mm-hmm. playing out of their minds. What we need is some hedge funds to short the Senators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an interesting thought. Sure, let's go with that. So, like, uh, yeah, like what what are the positives that you guys see out of this? No, no, Cardinal, if you've been watching or listening. The positive is that it's over. Yeah. Well, my positives so far um, are other than, I mean, the the Norris. Look at me looking for the positives. Norris, Kachuk. um, Batherson. Batherson, thank you. Um, I've been very pleased with the way they're playing. I've been very, very pleased with Nick Paul. Mm -hmm. I think we need a few. I think Nick Paul needs to sit down with a few other players and say, listen. (laughs) <laughs> been there this is what we have to do as a team we have to do what i've done over the past couple of seasons and we, we need Jacques martin kind of style or something well there's just no team defense jerry right gallant please yeah we're yeah, some team defense would be good but i also think part of the problem is the players that the coach is being given to work with which you mentioned a few minutes ago why are these guys playing i know we traded for them but it's becoming glaringly evident that they're really not up to speed. Literally, they're slow, and it's not working. And I was thinking the other day, what this time last year, the Senators were struggling, the Ottawa Senators were struggling, the Belleville Senators were on fire. Mm-hmm. Fire. There were tons of young players down there, they were lighting up the AHL. And we were looking at that going, okay, there's our ray of hope. We've got a lot of player, young talent. They are playing extraordinarily well. We can look forward to that. And <laughs> we should be looking forward to that. And not only are they not playing in Ottawa, they're not playing at all. So why aren't they playing in Ottawa? Why don't we have some of them up here and it, well, I realize it's a financial thing because we have all these older players who are under contract that if you waive them and nobody picks them up, you're paying their salary and you're paying somebody else's salary now too. Yeah. And I get that. But that also begs the question, why do we have these have players? In the first place. Yeah, exactly. Why do we have them in the first place? Who's responsible for signing contracts? Well, you can argue that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and, and granted, like you know that of, of of course, like what's his name, Josh Brown. You know the DJ asked for him, and this guy is—he's not an NHL player, and you signed him for two years. I know it was fun with with Borrow leaving. Well, because the age didn't match. Oh my. God, does this team look like they need him? I was going to say, wouldn't this team look a lot, a lot better with Boro still here? A little bit steadying. I mean, he had a phenomenal year last year. He outs- he was the number one scoring defenseman last year. Now, bad season, I know. And it was only seven but goals. at least I he know. could defend. At least he, he could defend. Exactly. He could defend. He had uh, an incredible work ethic. He set, He led by example. He was well-liked. Nope, we're going to go with somebody else who's younger. Well, <laughs> yes, you did. 
I, I don't think it's working out quite the way you thought it was going to work out. And I mean, not every, not every trade does, not every move does. I understand that. But yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting frustrated. And for me to get frustrated, that's. Yeah, for you to get frustrated, that's I'm, something else. I'm not the one who's supposed to be getting frustrated first. No, I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, it, these are late night games too on, on the West Coast. You stay up late and then you turn on and like, I'm not staying up for this. This is stupid. No. I had to tap out last night. I was just like, okay, you know what? After the, I think it was the third goal, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I like, I'm just. It's, it's not going to turn around. I, I don't have the interest level to stay with this to see if it's going to turn around because I really have no faith in that happening. And that's really disappointing. Like, I'm disappointed in myself for that since this is only two weeks, but there hasn't been, there haven't been, at least to me, signs that this is, I don't want to say temporary, but, you know, that there's light at the end of the tunnel on this. It's, we're all in tune with our mental health. We're like, "Mm, no, I don't need this right now. I'll turn it off. Well, I I just don't have time. It's like, I fall asleep and like, that's all right. I have I have too yeah. many other things going on to dedicate the small amounts of time that I have available to Watch something crap. I'm well to something I'm not enjoying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's and real it's, frustrating. Like I assure you that the the level of interest especially especially 2 weeks ago coming into this season it was like people were excited about this team finally. And yep. for them to come out this bad is not good. Well, like I know you're not selling tickets this year anyways, but this is not what the plan was. Well, this is not a plan for selling tickets next, next year. Yeah. And the 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 if my if my statistics are correct and I I don't claim 100% that they are, but I'm close on them at least. In the last sort of season and a half, two seasons, sort of rolling calendar, our road record we had a now keep in mind we had a winning record at home last year somehow somehow but our road record is 10 and 57 <laughs> now to, to me that says more well, than that just that doesn't mean 60 that's 67 games though yeah i know that's why i'm saying it's about two seasons worth oh okay okay now what that tells me is okay we're a bad road team but why are we a bad road team and how is it that if we're that bad on the road we can have at least a winning record last year at home and my thought on that is this coach, I mean, this goes before the DJ Smith time as well, but this coach is entirely dependent on line matching. His entire plan for this team is entirely dependent on getting the players he wants out against the other team's specific players. He can do that at home. He can't do that on the road. And because of that, this team is god-awful on yep. the road. Huh. Interesting. Now, if that's the case, if that's the case, what kind of strategy is that? That's your entire strategy for winning is I have to match players up. Yeah. And then that falls into the strategy of playing to not lose a game. Well, you're never going to have a five above 500 record. Remember the starting lineup stuff of the last coach too? Oh, Start at home. Oh, we better start the third Greening, line. Smith, gonna... Neil. Remember Greening, Smith, Neil? Yeah. Well, one year they were really good. It's the next year when they were starting all the time, they weren't so good. But well, the year you got to start that, them because the opposition's got to put up their top line. Well, exactly. Yeah. And this is where I was getting, I was thinking about this. I'm like, that's that's not a strategy. 
That's a prayer. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that if I get the right guys out there, then we have a chance. It's like heading down the top of that double black diamond hill at the, on the mountain and starting off with a snowplow <laughs> or the pizza, you know, you go down. Yeah. No, well, <laughs> this, this, the, I, I don't I, I don't see this as a strategy. Like this isn't a coaching strategy. This is a it's a, a whole strategy. It's well, listen, at, at this point, like nothing well, even if it is a strategy, it, like it's not working. Exactly. It's not working. So now, again, DJ Smith is working with what he's got. I don't put all of the blame on him. He's working with what he's got. I, I think he's making some bad choices with what he's got or in, in what he's doing. But what he's got isn't his decision. DJ so, needs to scratch the, his records and uh, mix something new. He needs. <laughs> Zabanajak would be good at that. <laughs> Make him a new mix. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to be lighthearted about this. It's not always working, but I'm trying. Yeah. I need a fresh track. And yeah. like, so, so a, couple, a couple of little number things here. Um, senators right now after eight games are at a goal differential of my, negative 19. Ooh. After Next, eight games. After eight games. Detroit's Close. at minus 13. Nice. And then after that, it's the Sharks at minus nine. In the so year that you don't want to tank. So right now they're on pace for negative 135. I was just going to say, what's the math if you multiply that by seven? Yeah. Yike. <laughs> like. Yike. Now, there have been some surprisingly uh, poor starts to the season uh, for a lot of players. And, I mean, the one that gets a lot of focus is Matt Murray. He has struggled. Now, the team playing in front of him is struggling pretty hard, too. I get that. But he's he's not hmm. he's not stealing a game the way that Craig Anderson could steal a game. No, it just seems like every mistake is ending up in the back of the net. It's almost comical. Mm-hmm. Every time that a team makes the team makes a defensive zone mistake, it's it's going past him. And I mean, he should stop some of them. It, yeah, but yeah, but sometimes like he has no chance on them because it's like <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. So there, <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying not to be negative, but it, I'm struggling with well, this, no. and for me, that's bad. And that's, Russell, that's Russell needs to do his you know, Chris Kelly arrangement and do it with Connor Brown because the number of times that guy's got a partial break or a break and just cannot finish. Like <laughs> he is cursed. I'll mention that. <laughs> oh dear. Now Tim, just, Tim Stutzel, in my yeah. opinion, has been, he is so insulated right now. I barely see him out there. Actually, he's, I, he's not I really don't notice him. Like he was dominant World Juniors, and they're just—I think they're holding him back. Well, he's he's young and Mid-streets. he's a rookie, so. But some sometimes it's like, all right, it's like we're down by two. Go do what you can. Now, in what one, in whatever the game was, two games ago, he was a minus four, and he got benched. I'm like, okay, it's like at this point, okay. Yes, but then don't throw out Derek Step and just throw Colin White out there more. Like, come on. 
Well, just going back to the question I posed a few minutes ago about Belleville. Belleville was doing very well last year. Two of the defensemen that were playing really well in Belleville last year, mm-hmm. gone. Hmm. Yep. Because it was Yaros and it was um, uh, Lajwa. Lajwa. And they're both gone because this team didn't want them. And what was the return on Lajwa? I can't remember. Lajwa was a Ford Clark Bishop. Okay. Uh, and another AHL guy. And Yaros was uh, traded yeah, this Jack week. Ka- yeah, Jack Kapaka and a seventh round pick. Yeah. Yaros so, is the only one that's ever played in the NHL. Out of, there was a three-way deal there, which mm-hmm. was weird. So that's two that we could, I mean, I'll take either of them over some of the players that are on our blue yeah. line right now. Over take Riley I- and Brown? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Or I'd, sink, I'd sink, and swim with those, sink or swim with those two. Yep. And then you'd have, like, Mike Riley was a fifth-round pick, I think. And then um, Josh Brown was a fourth. So would you rather have Yeros and Lajwa getting caved in and keeping those picks or those two? It begs the question. It's like you, you're, you're throwing away assets again. Control-Z, Control-Z, get it back, undo. Undo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we won the Carlson trade, and then you lose Balsers for nothing. Yeah. Which you talked about last time, Colonel. And I was, I was not happy about that. More that the more and more that I, yeah, the more and more that I think about it, what you said there, it's like, yep, that makes a lot of sense. And the Carlson trade, did you win it by mastery of the trade at the time or nope. by just luck? Pure dumb fact? luck. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't. I don't, something has to give, and I think it's got to give soon. I hope it. If it if something doesn't give, then I hope something alters. It's the second year curse of an Ottawa Senators coach. Except he didn't really have a first year that was all that good. I mean, yeah, you know, it wasn't hell on earth. Like it wasn't super boring. Yeah, it was entertaining, and that's right. what's that's what's frustrating. Like it was entertaining last year. Yeah. And, it's and I'm n- sorry, the 2017 team, Brian Murray put that together. So, yeah. Let's, mm, yeah. Dorian did a couple moves in there, but Brian Murray did put it together. And I'm sorry that he isn't around, or he wasn't around to, I think things would be very different if he was still here. But. Well, <laughs> Jim Rutherford resigned from uh, Pittsburgh. That's interesting, eh? <laughs> We'll go away from the Senators for a few minutes. Yes, Jim Rutherford, the GM of Pittsburgh. Now, he resigned, but apparently his contract was up at the end of January. That's weird. It's a weird time, but I, I didn't catch all of that. That's why I was a little a little off on that. That's why I, I put a question mark I there. I haven't had time for it. Um, and it was confirmed by Pierre Lebrun that it was not health-related. Maybe you want to get out before it got bad. Hard to say. But it wasn't health-related, which I thought was an interesting thing to say. Oh, yes, definitely it was not health-related. Okay. Um, it does beg the question as to why. Yeah. So we'll see. But, I mean, he's a, a veteran GM. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm necessarily advocating for a change in GM, but there is at least a name out there. Well, everyone Ray, is clamoring Ray, to Ray work Shiro's, here, right? Well. This is where there's there's only thirty jobs, thirty one jobs, thirty two jobs, really. 
Well, okay, no, there's too many jobs. Never I was, mind. Yes, I was going to say maybe, maybe it is only thirty-one because nobody wants the Ottawa one. Yeah. Who's so. to say? I don't know. I don't know. It's just I I I, I don't want to talk about the Senators anymore. I'm just going to get even more annoyed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, if you lost Cardinal, you're in trouble. I'm not lost. I'm frustrated, and I'm not used to being frustrated with this team. So I'm getting. I'm even more frustrated because of that. I'm not even frustrated. I'm just disappointed. I'm beyond that. That's the problem. I was I was disappointed yeah. with the with like I was really disappointed that we got swept by Winnipeg, who are you know if Ottawa's the seventh team in this division, Winnipeg yeah, is five six. or six, yeah. and then we get swept by Vancouver, who's the other five or six. Yep. All right. <laughs> we bring out the best in our opponents. Well, it's starting to look that way. Or they just dominate us. Is this a worst start in franchise history? Outside of maybe the first year? I was going to say early years. I'd have to go back and look. I couldn't say off the like, top this of is my bad. head. Like the it's back bad. to our roots thing with the jerseys didn't have to be that way with the record too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, other stuff from around the league. Actually, before we do the round of the league, yeah, why don't we're, we just... on, we're on pace for seven wins. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh my wow. god! Wow, that would be really close to the first season. Very close. <laughs> Yeesh. Um, do you want? Yeah, to... so we had a we had a better home record then too, or was it the road record there? Well, the road record we didn't have a uh, a road win until April. Okay, in the first season. So it was about the same. We probably won't have a road win until April too. Hard to say. Huh? Not looking super positive. Well, not, I'll give you that. Really. I'm not. I'm not super positive about it. It's possible and probable. Yeah, hard to say. A um, couple of other things from around the league, or do you want to? Nope. Do you want to? Do you want to go? That's, that's about it. Yeah. I was going to say, do you want to go with Canuck? Uh, you want to read that email, the the truncated oh. version of it, because it's it's rather long. Yeah, yeah, we got an email, quite a long one from uh, Texas Chad. And, uh, you know, Chad, if you're okay, I'll, I'll actually put this in the forums because you get a lot of neat information uh, about uh, life down there. But let me read kind of the start and the end of it. Hey, fellas, happy to see hockey back on the big screen. No fans allowed in Ontario is probably a good thing given the nasty lingering COVID-19 virus and all. I thought I would give you uh, right in, give you a little insight on how things are in Texas. And this is the part that I'll, I'll paste in because uh, he works with a, a local Texas hockey team. But uh, what, we'll, what we'll share here on the show today is you talk about the stars at the end. And the stars are going, when you talk about attendance and people in the arena, is going with, uh, it looks like, 25% capacity at their games. And given the size of their arena, uh, I think they should be fine as long as everyone follows the rules, masks, wash hands, etc. Mark? Cuban plans on filling American Airlines Center to capacity with people who are vaccinated. I think that is what we're going to see is mandatory proof of vaccination before you can enter an arena in the future. Keep out the great work, boys. I cannot wait to get back to normal. Get my one game a year live in person with the Sens when they come to Dallas. Until then, Leafs suck. Go Sens go. Epstein didn't kill himself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was random. (laughs) Thanks, Texas Chad. Yeah, there's no conspiracy t- uh, theories in da- from Dallas either, eh? No, never have been. No, no. Never have been. Um, actually, one other thing from around the league we could talk about at least a little bit, because it was interesting. Um, Columbus and Winnipeg made a trade last week? Y- yeah. Last uh, week, which was uh, Columbus sent uh, 
22-year-old, if memory serves, uh, forward mm-hmm. Pierre-Luc Dubois to Winnipeg for 22-year-old forward Patrick Laine. And I don't have his first name, Roslevic. Jake Roslevic? I don't have his, yeah, he's a center. Um, which at the time seemed like a very interesting trade. Two disgruntled forwards with an extra thrown in and some retained yeah. salary and a trade and or a I think there's a draft pick in there somewhere too. It seemed yeah, rather he gets a third, yeah. It seemed rather odd at the time, but it turned out or it came out that Pierre-Luc Dubois's father is a coach with the Manitoba Moose, which is the AHL team of Winnipeg. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that makes a bit more sense. Because if you're a disgruntled winger that wants to get out of Columbus and wants to go to a better marketplace, yeah, it's no offense, right. no offense, Winnipeg, you're like Ottawa. <laughs> you're not. But yeah, now that well, Winnipeg's a great hockey market. Oh yes, but it, it's not a big market. Yeah. It's a Canadian market, but it's not a big market. So it, it seemed to me a little strange. Then finding out that his father works for the AHL team. Okay, that I mean, we have an IKEA. Okay, that was random. <laughs> I don't know if Winnipeg does. Oh, well. Uh, well, that changes everything. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll hear from. Uh, I know we have at least one fan in Winnipeg, which we'll hear from. But we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll put that into the, uh, the, the the pitch tape. Exactly. <laughs> we sure. have four lanes. <laughs> oh God, and a train, kind of. <laughs> Another one coming, but it, it, yeah. it'll be another 18 months. Jack Rossovic. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that seemed like a massive overpayment by Winnipeg for. Uh... Well, were they in, are they in cap issues? I can't imagine they are. No. No, they're fine. Who knows? Like. Who knows? Speaking of cap yeah, issues, uh, yeah, just... weren't they fine? Who? The Capitals. Oh, I see what you're oh. Oh, nice. Yes, the Washington like, Capitals. Those weren't fine for the cap. Like, they were oh. fined $100,000 for breaking COVID protocol, and they now have four, or is it five, players who are ineligible to play because they're in quarantine. Yeah, I think they're coming back now, though. What was it? Over you went into their room? No, so the, the four Russian players were hanging out in, in the hotel room. Together and then, yeah, and then Dmitry Orlov ended up testing positive. Ugh. So they all so have to for contact tracing, like okay, it's like well, who else have you been in contact with? It's like well, I had the guys over, or I was in, in the same room with these guys, no masks. Like okay, <laughs> like we got to pull them all. And all of a sudden, Ovechkin's wife is a doctor, and spat off about the whole process. It's like, oh, excuse, excuse me. I couldn't hit the mute. Forgot there's a mute button on this. Sorry. Um, yeah. So she's like, well, Alex already has the antibodies, which means that he had COVID at some point. Still have to follow the rules. And nobody knows how long the antibodies are good for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I'm not sick. Yeah. Anyways, okay. he, he, he owned up to it, but, uh, oh no, I think that, yep. The three of them are still in, three or four of them are still in protocol. Damn. By the way, Winnipeg is right up against the cap. 
Are they? Okay. Yep. Because they retained some of the uh, Line's money too. Well, they've got. Doesn't make sense. They're sixth in the league as far as uh, projected cap hit with uh, projected cap space of zero. They're they're dipping into the LTIR. By the way, Nate Thompson is injured. (laughs) And he plays for Philly? Winnipeg. Oh, neat. Just thought I'd throw that out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Random thoughts. Random thoughts. Um, I don't have much else from around the league. Do you want to play that voicemail? I don't even know what's in it. I I haven't listened to it. Yeah, let's play that. That's a good time for it. Hey, guys. This is Alex Trudell from Ottawa, but living and working in the States now. Um, Just wanted to say welcome back. I've missed you guys. It's been awesome hearing you back. It's been awesome to have hockey back. Getting to watch this horse first goal. I mean, damn, that's the first time I've actually yelled and screamed while driving the cab in my truck. It, it was just exciting. Anyways, I just wanted to uh, say thank you for everything you guys do. You guys seem pretty light. But uh, I just wanted to give you guys a bit of a sense of what it's like down here. Now, I drive a truck for a living. Um, for the most part, luckily, I've been able to get special dispensations to get uh, N95 masks, which are still not supposed to be worn by your average citizen down here, though that's besides the point. Um, I've been delivering medical equipment to hospitals since February of last year, when uh, COVID really started hitting hard and people started actually taking note of it. But I got to tell you, just going into a gas station to get a case of water or, you know, having to order DoorDash because I'm on the road and you know, there's only so much food I can bring with me, and at most, all I will get is a microwave. Well, I can't tell you how many times walking in to, say, a store and just still seeing people refusing to wear masks or just wearing those very thin, like, gaiters. They kind of look like balaclavas, but or like a scarf that comes up over the nose, and it's just frightening, honestly. But... Either way, luckily I've been able to stay safe. Tests are still hard to come by. And hopefully tomorrow now, we're going to have a new president down here who can actually take this stuff seriously and we can start working on getting better. But uh, all the same, thank you very much. You guys have brought me a lot of joy over the years. Uh, Meeting Pan in Pittsburgh during the uh, concert finals a couple years ago was still a highlight for me. Other than that, uh, keep it up. Thanks, guys. Stay safe. And for anybody out there who's traveling, just don't. Just stop. If it's not necessary, just stay the hell at home. All right, guys. Go, Sens, go. Preach. Thanks, Alex. Awesome. I had a dream last night that I had to move to, like, Hamilton or something like that. Oh, Burlington, dear. like just the GTA, because somebody else wanted my job. <laughs> so they kicked It you made out. no for it made absolutely no sense. <laughs> so I had to move, and of course the, the the pandemic still happened. Or was still on. So I was really upset that I had to move through the pandemic. And like I had another or another dream that I was at a mall and no one was wearing masks. Oh, <laughs> I bet you woke up in a sweat after that one. Like, it's just like, wow, wow, why are you doing that? So, yeah, this is, 
It's uh, it's breaking me in my sleep. But well, yeah, no, it's uh, ho- hopefully we're yeah. I I think we're we're especially locally. I think we're past the worst of it at this point now. As um, long as people don't get stupid, which is no, my, you, you, I've noticed yeah. this change in messages actually. Um, you know, there's only travel subtle... if you're a politician. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No, the 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 change in messages now. They're talking about uh, the the new the new strains, which are much more contagious, being the primary one out there now, and double masking or you know having you know more than just a cloth mask. Uh, there's been a lot of that lately. Subtle change in messages. Well, if people listen to it, we can yeah. but hope. Yeah. But there's also the possibility that they don't, and they're. I, I'm I'm sick of hearing the I'm just tired of this. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. Okay, so it's all about you. Yeah. Really. That's what it is. Well, I'm just tired of that. And I would like you to go and work in a hospital or at a testing site or something like that, because I'm sure you'll be very handy to them. And you won't be worried about it, right? Exactly. Um came out today that um we actually are stopping uh the, the Canadian government is putting in place mandatory quarantine in a hospital if you've traveled. Hotel. Sorry, 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 in a hotel. Sorry, wrong yeah. H word there. Yep, you travel, you have to quarantine in a hospital, or in a, ho- in a hotel. Jeez, yeah. what is the matter with me? I'm tired. Oh, hospital, hotel, one of the two. Yep. Um, I'm very pleased to hear that. Yep, at $2,000 uh, for the three days. And I was thinking about the timing of this. So this March is- March break. March break, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, and the airlines are saying, nope, we're not, we're, we're cutting off flights down south. So- People down south are now probably scrambling to get, if they are down south, they're probably scrambling to get home. Certainly are if they're snowbirds and they're so, down in the U.S. somewhere. U.S., you're fine. So they're, they're clo- they're, the direct flights to Mexico and the Caribbean are canceled. But if you come back from the U.S., you still will be affected by this. You have to go to a hotel oh, until yes. you have two negative tests. Even if you've been vaccinated down there and you have a pre-flight negative test, you still have to go to a hotel until you have another one. Yeah. And that'll take several days. And it's at your expense. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, preventative it's, costs. Are it's cool. draconian, but that's well, what you have to do with some. Life is a series of choices. Well, that's what you have to do with some people because they won't make so, the right choice unless you force them to. And like, even even like, what are you going to do on vacation? Relax. I've I've been watching, <laughs> like I've been watching a, a YouTuber. It's, it's a new guy who's been YouTube or er, vlogging about Vegas and he's going to the different like he's a Vegas local so he just goes to the hotel books a room and tours around the hotel it's dead really hmm. oh yeah there's no like in his shots there's no one there Couple he's like years. so there's a spa and there's this both of them are closed right now hmm. it's like what's the point of going outside of just saying that you're going hmm well, some people just want to go because they want to go. Yeah, I'm not saying better it's right. off doing yeah. like like yeah. visual destination tourism if you're going to do that. Like get in your car and go to right. Mount Rushmore and look at it. And no, exactly. And like, and, and I know that my situation is totally different because I live in a townhouse alone, so I have this space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was able to like I'm I'm able to overload my work schedule now in winter, coincidentally. So my days are long now, but then knowing in the spring, I, I can pretty much work half days, quarter days. Um, 
But then you might go outside. But then, yeah. So then I'll go to the backyard. I'll do my garden. I can go for walks. Um, I'm hoping to be vaccinated by then. I was hoping for March. I don't think that's going to happen. So. Oh, no. Alex, the president downtown, was able to take advantage of the vaccines and get that done faster for the Americans by shutting it out of Canadians. So you're welcome. Um, well, we'll, we'll see what so, the spring brings. Exactly. I don't have any other hockey talk. Let's grind gears and get out of here. It'll be a short show-ish. You know what really grinds my gears? Canuck, you're up first. People that wear their masks and it doesn't cover their nose. <laughs> or wear it underneath their chin because they pull it down to talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> and you e- e- watch the hockey games. Like, all the players and stuff, they're wearing the, like, kind of streamlined uh, brand, team-branded masks. And, like, even DJ Smith, it barely, like... He, well, he's talking and stuff, so he's doing a lot of motion with his mouth. I get it. Uh, but it's like, oh, man, it's not covering your nose. Like, uh, Maybe for them, they're in their own kind of little bubble, if you will. But in general, like, I, I completely understand why you want that underneath your nose so that you can breathe better. But, like, the whole point of it is so that your germs don't get out to the public. Exactly. No. Exactly. Did you hear that the, the whole Vegas coaching team for um, extreme caution – were kept away from their game. Mm-hmm. So the GM had to coach because uh, their AHL team's also in Vegas, just in the Anderson suburb. So they grabbed a bunch of the AHL coaches and the GM. <laughs> now Kelly McCrimmon's coached in, in the CHL before Coach Mark Stone there. So be like a pickup so game, just do your online history. changes and stuff. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. just like in Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. the the other thing that grinds my gears, and, uh, and it's kind of difficult to describe, but I'm sure you've seen this. Where you, usually it's on your phone, and or a website that uh, there's a button, like a next button or something. You know, you want to click, and then right before your finger gets there, an ad pops up, and and you end up clicking on it, or it takes you elsewhere. Like, oh, that grinds my gears. Yeah, those are fun. Or the ones that are at the top of the page, and when you scroll down, it stays at the top of the page. You can't get rid of it. The cookie message, you need to accept these cookies, and it takes up your whole page. <laughs> yeah, I'm not fond of those. You, you try to explain how to enable uh, cookies and um, site tracking to an 86-year-old that's stuck in their retirement home room mm-hmm. on the phone. Cookies? I can't have cookies. I got diabetes. <laughs> Pan, what grinds your gears? Um, when people wear their masks under their nose. <laughs> what else did I put in here? Uh, travel ban is great. Sure. Short sellers. I, I'm loving this. Oh, I'm laughing. I What's am wrong with that? I mean, it's wintertime. It's a bad time to buy shorts, but. <laughs> oh, God. Show yourself out. Can you just eject yourself from this call, please? <laughs> Um, I'm loving this in the Homer. And I, I saw, so, I think it was on TV. Yeah, I was on TV on BNN yesterday. It's like, so the far left and the libertarians are in agreement. <laughs> it's like, yup, absolutely. You guys want free market without regulation? Here it is. Yeah, this is what happens. It can be entertaining at times. Oh, I love it. I have, I have two uh, things. I, that- I tried to jump in. It did not work. 
<laughs> I have two things that grind my gears. Number one are people who wear masks with little vents on them. For, yeah, so those they, are the wrong type of masks. So they can breathe out easily because there's no resistance to breathing out. So in other words, it's completely ineffective for what this is, what your mask is supposed to be doing. It's yeah. comfortable for you because you're not getting really hot, but it completely defeats the purpose of wearing one. Yeah, those are the pollution filters, right? I don't know, but it's got a vent so you can breathe out simply and it doesn't doesn't do what you're supposed to be doing here. But the thing that really grinds my gears is an ad I've been hearing on the radio recently. I know there are lots of them that this that this is I've done this category before. Pound LT. Uh no, this is a particular ad for a jewelry store. And their their tag on this ad is um, they're selling engagement rings. And the way that they position it is, yes. yeah, if you want to make sure the answer is yes, get a ring from us. Now, maybe I'm just a little, a bit of an old, you know, curmudgeon on this one. But if the ring is the reason you're getting an answer to the question, will you marry me? That's probably not the person you want to be asking that question of. Yeah, but if you're unsure, I mean, you might as well go in with a strong strong bid, right? If you're unsure, you shouldn't be making the bid in the first place. Amazing. <laughs> I heard that ad and I just shook my head. I, I had to hear it a second time to make sure I had heard it correctly. Like, yep, they really actually said that. Well, what do you want them to say? It's like, well, you could get a ring anywhere, so you might as well get it from us pump up your product not uh will help you get a yes if it might only be a maybe with a lesser ring we have a 99 percent close rate oh that really you know what else grinds my gears is you're on the zoom call and someone has a mechanical keyboard and can you give us a sample of that oh yeah it's bad yeah, <laughs> and they don't hit mute <laughs> like especially because i use this podcasting mic for for my calls and we had a call probably with like 80 people on it. Three people messaged me, like, go on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I tr- and, and then I tested the system after, and it sounds like a thunderstorm. Because <laughs> like, you oh. get the click on the down and the up, right? So it sounds like you're typing double speed, too. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, holy crap, that's loud. <laughs> I guess I spent so much of my working career on conference calls, like, in a previous job, nice, I would be on soft, narrow keys. <laughs> I would be on conference calls f- sometimes five or six hours a day. Not the same call, a whole bunch of different ones for different projects I was working on. I'm so accustomed to hitting a mute button when I don't need to talk so that I can be doing all sorts of things while I'm on that call. Yep. I guess I'm just accustomed to it. I do that too. And then sometimes like the host is like, oh, can I, you're on mute. Are you okay? Like, yes, I'm just practicing good <laughs> etiquette here. Boop! <laughs> Flourish. Yeah, I'm, I'm practicing good etiquette that more people on this call should be practicing. Not pointing any fingers, but just looking at all the people who aren't on mute. Also, the mute button's useful if they get asked a question and it's really important. You don't know the answer. You can kind of. Sorry, I didn't catch. <laughs> Gotta go. Oh, I think my I think my connection's crapping out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, all right. We did not talk about when we're going to be back. That's my fault. Cause I was a little, forgot to. I was a little bit late getting here. Still for, waiting for the record. sense to come back. <laughs> hey, <laughs> anyway. So yeah, well, we've got Edmonton and Montreal coming up next week. What could go wrong? And then Edmonton and Winnipeg. So is it bad that we oh, need to play boy. the Leafs again? 
We don't play the Leafs well until mid-Feb. Oh, oh, that's only a couple of weeks away. Yeah, so hopefully we can get get it together. Or you know what? Just lose the next seven games and then win the next three. Why are they all against Toronto? Correct. Those three? Okay. Yeah. No, I don't want to lose all the games against Montreal. No, no, no. I don't oh, want. I, to. I, I don't care about Montreal. I really don't care about Montreal. Well, I don't want to lose any more games for the rest of the season, but that's being overly optimistic. Correct. I admit this. I admit it. Yes. I yeah, like I don't the, think this team's going to go forty-eight, seven, and one. It would be a heck of a shock, wouldn't it? But yep. I, I agree. A short sell that. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get many takers. <laughs> if so, folks, if you have stuff you want us to talk about, or you just want to drop us an opinion, or please drop yeah, us a, a hello, whatever. Great email and great voicemail that we got. Yeah. And it's it's always good to hear from the, the folks that are listening, even if you're just like saying hi. We're always happy to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at sensecallups.com. You can drop in on the forums for the game threads if you want. I've had a couple of uh, old faces return and a couple of new faces join in. It's always fun. Or you could. Where else do you have to go? Yeah. And if you're if the game isn't fun, then maybe you can join the sarcasm. <laughs> Um, you can also leave us a voicemail uh, on the waiver wire at one eight four four scu scns We'll be back before too long. There's so many games going on. We don't want to. I, I don't want to inflict pan with uh, having to do 15 game summaries in a row because that would be it'd be entertaining briefly. But oh, I, this I'm one not, is easy because they're yeah. all pretty much the same. Exactly. I, I don't want to be that. Sense sucked. <laughs> yeah. Or if something interesting happens, you never know. Something interesting could happen, and that'll cause us to be back sooner. I rather would later. love another emergency episode. What was the last one? Fnuff. Dion Fnuff, I think. Yeah. Hey, never know. You never know. Until then, on behalf of Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Good night.